0: News. It's one o'clock, I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines, the observatory issues the number three signal as Tropical Storm Barijat skirts Hong Kong while warning the public about Super Typhoon mankut that may hit over the weekend. A pro independent student has been given 18 months probation after being convicted of carrying an imitation firearm near LegCo and KMB says it plans to install seatbelts on all its buses. The observatory has issued the strong wind signal number three as tropical storm Barajad passes to the south of Hong Kong and heads towards the western coast of Guangdong. It said unless the storm changes course, the chance of issuing the number eight signal is relatively low. But Lam Ching Chi, a senior scientific officer at the observatory, said the public should also prepare for a much stronger storm called Mankut that may affect Hong Kong over the weekend.
1: Super Typhoon Mankut, now over the western North Pacific, will enter the South China Sea this Saturday and will move quickly towards the coast of Guangdong. As Mankut has a large circulation with intense winds, it will pose considerable threat to the coast of Guangdong. Although there are still uncertainties in this track, Mankut is expected to bring adverse weather to Hong Kong with frequent squalls and heavy rain according to the present forecast track. Seas will be very rough with swells. Together with storm surge, low-lying areas may have flooding or backflow of seawater.
0: A pro-independence student has been given 18 months probation after being convicted of carrying an imitation firearm near a rally outside LegCo in December. Francis Sitt reports.
1: 16-year-old Lao Hong, who used to be a member of student localism, had an air gun, plastic bullets and a gun sight with him when the council was debating controversial changes to his rule book. In sentencing, the magistrate said his crime was serious, as the evidence showed he could have taken out or even used the air gun when he felt his safety was at stake. But taking into account Lao's young age, his repentance and the fact he had already been in custody for three weeks, the magistrate thought it was unlikely that he would reoffend if he underwent counselling and was super- the
0: KMB says it'll spend $200 million to install seatbelts in its entire bus fleet, but doesn't think that it should be a legal requirement for passengers to wear them due to the difficulty of enforcement. The bus firm made the revelation at a government-commissioned review committee into franchise bus operations following a fatal bus accident in Tai in February. KMB chairman Norman Leung says the government officials he spoke to were supportive over giving the firm a subsidy to install the belts. The chairman of LegCo's Railways Subcommittee says the MTR has done a poor job of presenting the whole picture over data privacy at its new express rail to Guangzhou. Concerns have been raised over a disclaimer from Guangzhou-based Comba Telecom, which provides the service at the West Kowloon Terminus, as it can share users' information with local and mainland authorities. Roundtable lawmaker Michael Teen says there's a misunderstanding over what's considered to be a mainland area and users of Wi-Fi in the Hong Kong zone are protected by Hong Kong laws. Once you get into this high-speed rail uh, jurisdiction area, either you don't have access to any free Wi-Fi service, if you do, you will be protected under Hong Kong law for as far as anywhere south of the Central River. A 37-year-old motorcyclist has died after reportedly colliding with a truck on Sheko Road near Lan Nai Wan Village just after midnight. Another motorcyclist behind him allegedly failed to brake and crashed into him. The man sustained multiple injuries. The van driver and the second motorcyclist sustained minor injuries and were sent to hospital. President Trump has promised the federal government will spur no expense in responding to likely damage from Hurricane Florence, which is bearing down on the eastern United States. Mr. Trump has declared emergencies in North and South Carolina, while the mayor of Washington, D.C., has done the same there. The hurricane is predicted to be the worst storm in decades and is expected to make landfall on Friday. Speaking at the White House, Mr. Trump urged people to seek shelter. I would say everybody should get out. I mean, you have to listen to your local authorities And whether you're upland or downland, but depending on where you are, you have to listen and you have to get out. If they want you to get out, because it's going to be impossible to have people get in there, whether it's law enforcement or FEMA or anybody else, once this thing hits, it's going to be really, really bad along the coast. More than a million people have been ordered to leave their homes. Jeff Bayard is from the Federal Emergency Management Agency. We are planning for devastation. This is not a light storm. This is not a glancing blow. This is a Category Four, Category Five storm, which are separated by miles per hour. I mean, we get wrapped up in that. This is a major storm that's going to hit our coast. It's going to stay on our coast. It's going to dump mounts of water that, uh, that the area, some of these areas, have not seen in a long, long time. The United States has been marking the anniversary of the 9-11 Islamist attacks that killed almost 3,000 people 17 years ago. President Trump, with his wife Melania, had national commem- commemorations by travelling to the field in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, where one of the four hijacked airliners crashed in 2001. He praised the passengers who stormed the cockpit to try to overpower the hijackers. Official vigils also took place in New York, where two hijacked airliners destroyed the World Trade Center and at the Pentagon in Washington. The United States Secretary General Antonio Guterres has appealed to Russia and Iran, which support the Syrian president, Bashar al-Assad, and Turkey, which backs some rebel groups to avoid a battle for the last major rebel stronghold of Idlib. He urged all sides to protect civilians. I make a clear appeal to all parties directly and indirectly involved, and in particular the three guarantors of the de-escalation zone, namely Iran, Russia and Turkey, spare no effort to find solutions that protect civilians, preserve basic services and hospitals, ensure full respect for international humanitarian law. Deputy Prime Minister of Italy, Matteo Salvini, says his government will deport the majority of migrants attempting to enter the country. Mr Salvini said only 10% of people reaching Italian shores were genuinely fleeing war. and The remaining 90% would have no future in the country.
1: 700,000 migrants reached the Italian coast over the past few years, creating huge economic, social and legal problems. Half of the citizens were arrested or reported to police every day in Italy are immigrants. So, for security reason and social order, we need to reduce these arrivals. So, I wanted to host those who leave their country because of war, and this is a limited number. For all the others, the doors are shut.
0: Around a million people have taken part in a huge pro-independence demonstration in Barcelona to mark Catalonia's National Day. It was the first such event since separatist politicians were thwarted in their bid to declare Catalan independence in October last year, is the BBC's Danny Eberhardt. They thronged one of Barcelona's main avenues, about a million people according to the city's police, similar to last year. Amid a sea of Catalan separatist flags, demonstrators chanted for independence. They wore yellow ribbons and carried banners in support of detained Catalan separatist politicians. But the splits remain. Pro-unity parties said the National Day celebrations excluded half the Catalan population. Spain's Socialist Prime Minister, Pedro Sánchez, reaffirmed his commitment both to upholding the law and to dialogue, but highlighted the need for dialogue between Catalans themselves. pro whaling nations led by Japan, Iceland and Norway have blocked an attempt to create a whale sanctuary in the South Atlantic. A proposal to protect the endangered mammals failed to get the necessary two-thirds majority among the 89 countries represented at a fractious meeting of the International Whaling Commission in Brazil. Environmental campaigners are outraged. Sarah de Lorenzo is a journalist based in Brazil who's been covering the meeting. One of the things that Japan is asking for at these meetings is the reinstatement of commercial whaling because stocks are increasing and they argue that commercial whaling could happen in a sustainable way with catch limits um, that wouldn't threaten species. There's also this feeling that the countries that objected to the sanctuary are in a sense saying to the conservationist countries, you can't get everything you want <laughs> until you give us a little bit. The International Wailing Commission in Brazil proposed the sanctuary 20 years ago. Member of the Brazilian delegation, Hermano Ribeiro, said they wouldn't give up. We are very happy that we had overwhelming support for the initiative of creating this sanctuary. Although the rules require a majority of 75 percent, We attained a 61% majority, which is significant. And I think it is the sentiment of the international community that drives us. So we will keep pressing for the approval of the sanctuary. A Roman Catholic nun from the southern Indian state of Kerala has appealed to the Vatican to investigate a bishop who she accuses of raping her. In a seven-page letter, the nun alleged that the local church authorities hadn't been providing enough support for her complaint against the bishop. The South African Parliament has released figures showing on average 57 people are murdered in the country every day. The police minister described the murder rate as resembling a war zone, with 20,000 killed in the past year. He said around 3,000 women were amongst the murder, those murdered, with many of the killers known to them. The Republic of the Marshall Islands has been warned against adopting a digital currency as legal tender. The International Monetary Fund says economic, reputational and governance risks outweigh any potential benefits. Currently, only the US dollar counts as legal tender. The Royal Botanic Gardens at Kew in London is launching a major assessment of the world's fungi. More than 100 researchers from 18 countries took part. This the BBC's Helen Briggs. Scientists have pulled together information on these curious organisms to highlight gaps in our knowledge. DNA studies suggest there may be almost 4 million different fungi, but science has identified less than 10% of them. And only about 50 species have been evaluated for the extinction red list, compared with thousands of plants and animals. Fungi have potential for breaking down plastics and generating new types of biofuels and medicines. But they have a negative side, destroying crops and wiping out trees. Finance and a short time ago, the Hang Seng index was at twenty six thousand three hundred seven. That's one hundred and twelve points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at forty nine billion dollars. Currencies: the US dollar is trading at one hundred eleven point four nine yen. The euro stands at one US dollar and fifteen cents, and the pound is worth ten Hong dollars and
1: twenty cents. Sport now, and here's Adam Cheng. First to football's UEFA Nations League, where Spain put six past the World Cup finalists Croatia. Sergio Ramos and Isco were amongst the goal scorers in a 6-0 win, giving Luis Enrique a victorious debut as coach of Spain. It was the biggest defeat ever for Croatia, who were playing their first competitive game since reaching the World Cup final. Elsewhere, England scored a 1-0 victory over Switzerland in a friendly, with Marcus Rashford getting the only goal. It was England's first win in four matches. The game was played at Leicester's King Power Stadium, which last hosted an England senior international in 2003. England defender Harry Maguire reflected on the experience of playing on his home ground.
0: Really good, a bit strange obviously to start with, um, but no, the atmosphere here was brilliant. They were chanting my name all night, so it really spared me on. and It was important we got the victory tonight and now it's nice to nice to have another rest, go back to club football with, with the victory and we can take it into the next international break.
1: On to cricket, England's James Anderson has followed his teammate Alistair Cook into the history books by becoming the highest wicket-taking fast bowler of all time. England's highest run scorer Cook yesterday ended his career with a fairy tale century in his final test innings. Anderson followed by taking his 564th test wicket, which sealed a 4-1 series win over India.
0: It's a, a special achievement for me. It's not something I've really thought about or aimed for or anything like that. It's just you know, I've just thoroughly enjoyed my journey in um, playing playing cricket for England. It's just the most amazing job. I feel pretty fresh considering how many overs I've bowled. And I just I'm thoroughly enjoying playing. So as, as long as I, I keep my fitness in a good place, as long as I keep enjoying, you know, turning up to practice, working hard at my skills, then I'm just gonna keep going for as long as possible.
1: The Boston Red Sox became the first team in Major League Baseball to clinch a playoff spot this season. That's after they beat the Toronto Blue Jays 7-2 at Fenway Park to go within one victory of the century mark. Guided by rookie manager Alex Cora, the Red Sox have the best record in baseball at 99 wins and 46 losses. They're expected to win the American League East Division while reaching the postseason for the third straight year. Elsewhere, the Chicago Cubs have taken a two-game lead over the Milwaukee Brewers in the National League Central. The two teams met at Wrigley Field and the Cubs won 3-0 thanks to a strong outing by pitcher Jose Quintana. The left-hander allowed just three hits through seven innings to record his 13th win on the season. And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories once again.
0: The observatory issues the number three signal as Tropical Storm Parijat skirts Hong Kong while warning the public about super typhoon mankut that may hit over the weekend. Pro independence student has been given 18 months probation after being convicted of carrying an imitation firearm near LegCo and KMB says it plans to install seatbelts on all its buses. The news from RTHK. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Ooh, oh. RTHK. $1,000 sheets. Waiting for you on some $1,000 sheets. I got caught at three, a repeat. Back shots to the beat of the millie on milli- yo. Got me yuckin' like you got a millie on you. You say I'm the goat, you the Billy on yo. I can make all your dreams come true. Wanna fall through, then you better come true. Don't make me wait until the morning. Gotta bed. Waiting for you, strawberries lingerie You told me you want the way Mess around, mess around, put it down on you I'ma do everything I said I'm gon' do Pretty little body, it look better on you Might have to blow it like a yo. on you force? ooh yeah, it better come true but Don't make me wait until the morning Got to